Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Apartment. He's live in Arizona at the Brewer's sparkling new complex, American Family Fields of Phoenix. From the Journal Sentinel, it's our buddy Tom Hodricourt. Good morning, Tom. Hey, guys. All right, um, we haven't talked a lot of baseball. We haven't talked a lot of sports. Our show is about sports and stuff. Mostly stuff. Today, Tom, we're talking about the Westminster Dog Show. I know you're a fan, and we're fans. So what we did is we're having the Game Minster Dog Show, and we're asking people to send us pictures of their dogs. Um, and tomorrow we're going to guess. We're going to pick winners. We're going to have best in show tomorrow. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you guys brought that up because I'm demanding an investigation of the Westminster Dog Show. Okay. Uh, I want you guys to find out for me. Way over 100, right? Yeah. Why has a dachshund never won? I knew you were going to we, ask that. Well, we finally, we finally got him in the best of show last night. He was obviously the best in show. He was so good, one of the dogs quit and just left. Um, <laughs> why? You know, why? Why? No, how could there... He's like one of the most popular dogs, one of the coolest dogs. The crowd was really behind him, and still no dachshund winner. That's right. The crowd, I, the crowd did love that dog because I was watching. Got a lot of applause. I don't know. Maybe his testicles weren't equally round or something when they went under for the check. Who knows? But is there a well, big, is there a bigger well, scam than being a judge for a dog show because it's purely subjective? You can just go. Yeah, and yeah. And, and 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 here's the thing. They, according to the broadcast, the judge, who they don't let see any of the dogs, the best-of-show judge is sequestered in a hotel for like you know, two or three days, doesn't get to see any of the dogs. His, what was his specialty? They announced when he walked out there. The terrier. Yeah, and what does he pick? The terrier. Yes, yeah, thank you very little. You know, oh, no. Daggone, the daggone show was rigged. I'm, I, yeah, I'm with you on the inquiry. I'm with you. Yeah, uh, and Tom, you had Hall of Fame dogs in Basil and Brunday, and now Digger and Dexter are definitely all-stars, right? No question. Doc Sounds, if I entered either one of them in Best of Show, we wouldn't get out of the preliminaries because um, I don't think I've quite trained them in that fashion. But in cuteness, <laughs> if they had, like, the cuteness oh. department, gold medal winners. That is our, that's our sole criteria today is uh, cuteness for our contest, and I can vouch that they, they would. They're, they are adorable. All right, Tom, tell us about the new digs. You and I go back to the Compadre Stadium days. In fact, you were there when the place, you know, just after it blew up. Um, com- that almost seems prehistoric now. It almost seemed like they were hanging their clothes on nails driven into the wall compared to what yeah. they have now. Yeah. We have requested we have requested in the new digs to for nobody to bleed a gas line from a heater. We have requested <laughs> All workers to refrain from that activity because that's what blowed us up in 1986. Yeah, that didn't work out that well, but it has come a long way. And, and now, the newly the, what stood out to you from yesterday the the newly improved Maryville uh, slash American Family Fields of Phoenix. Yeah, well, the home clubhouse to me 
is nicer than any home clubhouse I've seen in Major League Baseball, not spring training, Major League Baseball. It's wow. incredible. It's incredible. It's a, Drew, Drew, is, Drew and KB have both been in the Brewers clubhouse. So Ed Cedar, our, our beloved third base coach, his favorite line when he walks in and he sees us um, kind of loitering, um, he, uh, he'll say, a lot of standing going on in here. So <laughs> yesterday, he walked, yesterday he walks in, he goes, still a lot of standing, but you're not taking up as much space as you used to. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Eddie. Well played. <laughs> it's, you can play soccer in there. It's, it's huge. I, there's, like, there's like 10 big screen TVs and then one that's like the screen they use in Times Square on New Year's Eve. That's incredible. Um, we have a photo gallery up at thegamemke.com. Scott Paulus, a Bruce photographer, took some great snaps, and we got to see a lot of the joint. It is it's striking. Still might not be, like, it's one of the best in the Valley, but people would be, they'd be flabbergasted at how nice some of these complexes are in the Valley. And the Brewers, yeah. um, when they went into Maryville, that was kind of the state of the art for about 10 minutes, and then everybody passed them up, kind of. And now they've kind of caught up. Yeah, that's like that old scoreboard they had at County Stadium. They told us it was state of the art. I said, yeah, they bought it in another state from a guy named Art. You know, that's uh, the only way that was state of the art. But, um, you know, and I don't know, fans won't see a lot of the really cool stuff that's like in the inner workings of the ballpark, but just in the stadium itself. How about it only took 20 years to get rid of the aluminum metal benches that everybody sat on in the ballpark to watch games. And they have shockingly individual seats now. That's awesome. The concourses are gorgeous and wide. You no longer have to cross your legs to avoid wetting yourself while bumping into people trying to buy brats and uh, beers. Well, while the temperature generally doesn't climb into the 100 degrees range, aluminum in any type of a stadium in Arizona, not a good choice. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, as I've gotten older, my back's gotten a little more balky, and you know, I really like a back rest in the things that I sit on. But the most important <laughs> yeah. thing, how's the view from the press box? Do you still have the? Do they just take one cloudy window and put it in front of your seat just for old times' sake? That was going to be the joke that they would leave one in and put my name right there in the chair. <laughs> you used to, if the windows weren't open, well, for one thing, you couldn't watch anything if the windows weren't open because otherwise it looked like uh, you were watching a game through a through a glass of milk. Um, the old win- <laughs> the old windows were, you know, what plexiglass or whatever, and they got all scratched and clouded over the years, and they were also. They pulled up from the bottom, and a guy attached them up over your head, and you lived in constant fear of decapitation. You know, with the hook unhooked, the window swings down, and your head rolls onto it. And that always delays play when the head rolls down and behind home plate. It always, you know, it always delays the game. We're trying to, you know, improve pace of game, so beheadings are not good. So now the, they're treating us like adults. You can actually raise and lower the window yourself in front of your seat, like, you know, in, in all civilized uh, societies. Oh, that's fantastic. And, yes. Uh, yeah, it's nice, we- but uh, let's not make it about us. Um, there's a new scoreboard. Um, do you guys remember the old scoreboard? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the word is they tried to give that to a middle school, and the middle school laughed at them and said, get that crap out of here. <laughs> it was not impressive. It was uh, as bare bones as it could be. Yeah, so now they have a gorgeous one with, you know, LED and 
you know, moving pictures and everything. <laughs> it's uh, it's just, um, I don't know how they did it in 10 months. I tweeted yesterday. They basically built a whole new ballpark in 10 months, and it took me three and a half months to get my kitchen remodeled. That's incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, you think about that, everything that they did there. But, but I do think it would have gone faster if I would have called my kitchen American Family Kitchen of Bayside. That's probably true, too. Um, so they just basically went and they used the old park as a shell town, or they didn't do a complete teardown, did they? Especially like in the press box, they couldn't. Yeah, the press box structure is standing. The old building, which used to be the only, you know, the major league building where the clubhouse was, is now like for um, technology and analytics. I think they're creating a new $6 million man in there. Uh, robot, <laughs> uh, robotic base, the plate base. So there's some kind of there's some kind of scientific stuff going in there that I don't think we'll ever be allowed to see. <laughs> I'm sure. So so they basically it's just you know so they built this huge I don't know how many square foot building that's now the massive building of the complex. When you when you first come in off 53rd Street, you you go to this home plate plaza and it's just gorgeous. They have these huge yard art tributes to all of their retired numbers. I told you the very first uh, sign we saw were the big letters U E C K Uke, and that was a little uh, tribute to his retired number and everything. And I told him that I backed into it and knocked the K over, but it still sort of looked like Uke, and he was all right with that. That's good. We're talking to Tom Hodgecourt of the Journal Sentinel here, Drew and KB, the new ninety-seven-three, the game. All right, we want to know in terms of the team. This is the day that everybody loves pitchers and catchers report, which means what are they doing? Sitting around and having physicals and stuff, it's generally not a very newsy day nah. because guys have been down working out already for a while. Right. We saw like 20 players yesterday, you know, and uh, it's, uh, there's position players in already who don't have to be. Uh, Yas- Yasmani Grandal is making a great first impression as their new number one catcher. He's already caught many. He lives down here, I believe, which helps. But um, I think he's already caught, like, Cord Burns said he's already caught like five bullpens of his. They've been both here for a month. And uh, yeah, so it lets people get go around and uh, and uh, and find the new lay of the land. Much like a major league ballpark, they have a new room to hide from us now. They have their own dining room. You know, they used to eat at tables in the clubhouse, and we would stand there and watch them, which was rude. But we didn't have any choice. You know, they just ate in the middle of the clubhouse. The word was never talk to anyone while while he's eating breakfast because you just don't get between a man and his sausage. That's true. That's words to live by. We also know that uh, the weight room, there wasn't much of a weight room. That was like a middle school weight room that they had. Now it looks pretty spectacular. It's incredible. It's like they've attached every gym, (laughs) every 24-hour fitness gym in the Valley was just like sewed together to make one humongous one. Well, it's um, that that is one, now that you bring that up, one of the biggest changes in this whole recreation of their facility is the minor leaguers and major leaguers are now in the same building and they will share that workroom, which is why it's um, so huge. And, you know, what better way, if you're a minor leaguer, what, what better carrot to dangle in front of you than, you know, lifting weights right next to Christian Yelich or Lorenzo Kane or Ryan Vaughn, seeing what they do to prepare themselves to play baseball and what you need to do to get to that level. This is going to be very beneficial, I think, for them as an organization to have all a couple of hundred players together in the same building. You know, so, the minor league has got great. Remember the old minor league building, guys? It was across the parking lot. And yeah. You know, 
you would always hear the clickety clack of cleats walking across from the guys who would be called over to play in games to fill out the roster. And we always said one small step across the parking lot, but one giant leap for minor league players, you know, to get to come over to. Well, that well now they're all they're all together. And another thing, as you guys come and walk through the hallways down here, is they have all this historical stuff. They've made all these tributes to the team's history. Who wore this number year by year? Recaps of all this great art and stuff on the walls. And I don't know how they did that so quick. I, we figured, you know, the accoutrements like that would be later later coming. But they've already decorated things so magnificently. They're they're giving a real tribute to their history. So these guys, these minor leaguers can walk down the hallways, too, and learn franchise history and who did what, when, and where. And it's, it's just, it's truly amazing. And you can get lost in this place. It is, you know, what's weird, guys, is the 60-acre footprint remained the same. They they had no land. They, they did not acquire any new land. You know, they got a shopping center still in front of them on one side and some other stuff on the other side. They acquired no new land. But they put all of this on the same footprint in there. You know, there's one underground room that when we visited last summer was just a big hole, literally a big hole in the ground. It looked like a, a meteorite had hit it. And now that's an underground room with like 10 hydrotherapy pools in it. Wow. That's a lot. Well, Sounds said, like the plan for our locker room here. At the that's right. People don't complex. realize that, that is, um, there are minor league players there all year and rehabbing players and stuff, and then it's going to be their winter headquarters. So many players live in Phoenix. Right. It's going to be where – so it's going to get medical, used. It's going to, be, it's going to be their medical headquarters. You know, this is uh, guy, guys that come and have to rehab from injury and stuff or returning from surgeries or whatever. And, and so uh, Roger Kaplinger is moving down here, I think. I don't know full time, but at least a long time to oversee that. So this is their this is their organizational hub. Now we only see it for six weeks, and then we go. But they stay. They you know the especially the minor league side. They stay down here. So this is their new home away from home. And and it's just there's no other word for it than magnificent. It's really wow. it's incredible what they've done. I you know from what we left the last year to what we came to this year. I've, I don't. I mean, I know you can work every day in the weather down here, but still, they said they had they they, they ran a total of one thousand five hundred different workers through the complex in ten months. Wow, that's incredible, Tom. Now I know how people feel when we talk about food and stuff on the show. You're making us hungry to come down and see you. We'll be down in a couple of weeks. Well, so. you guys are gonna dig it, man. It that's... is some kind of nice, and so. Uh, and um, tomorrow, if on the first workout day, the weather forecast is bad, and they have all these new covered batting cages and mounds and stuff like that. It won't. They don't really even have to go outside the train. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's amazing. It's, yeah, they don't have to bang the day. That's good stuff. Tom, thanks for joining us, man. We'll hit you up again, and we'll actually talk about what happens when they start covering first base and all that. I know. Uh, and how about Brewers Field of Phoenix? We hardly knew ye. I was already looking forward to PFT at BFT, but that name's already gone. Yeah, American mm-hmm. Family Fields of Phoenix. That's awesome. Thanks, Tom. All right, guys. Have a good one. Tom Hodricourt, Journal Sentinel, JSOnline.com. Follow him on Twitter, at Hodricourt. When we come back, I'm going to hit up the game of the day, presented by Boucher Automotive Group. Drew and KB, the new 97.3 The Game. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.